Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. He led the Pulaski Academy Bruins to nine state championships in his time there. Bill Belichick described him as probably the best high school coach in the country. His unique strategies garnered attention nationwide. The Zone welcomes Kevin Kelly into the show. Brought to you by Bowen Hefley Orthopedics. The best surgeons, the best treatment, all focused on you. Coach on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. What do you say there, Coach? Can I, can I gripe about the Raheem Sanders thing a little bit? Yeah, I wish you would. Well, I mean, you know, of all three of us, I'm the least Razorback homer, I think. You know, mm-hmm. and and I look at that deal, and, and the coaches vote, and, and I know coaches can do what they want and all this, but look, look and then you guys may have already done this. I'm going to go yards. I mean, Devin and Chain beat him out, right? Yep. 1,426 no. yards. Yeah. First team running back. So yeah, well, Rocket, Rocket had more. Rocket had better numbers yeah, Rocket, in every statistical yeah. category, right? I'm saying fourteen hundred yards to twelve hundred, a whole yard more per carry, nine point seven yards a catch to five point four, and he had more yards. He's got more touchdowns. I mean, I'm not a homer by any stretch, but that's the biggest travesty of the whole boat thing, and it pisses me off that coaches are like that. You know, I mean, because that's clearly. And you could go well, baby. If he was on Bama's team, you could go well. He's on a he's on a better team. And he's splitting carries. He was on a a team that underperformed more than Arkansas did. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's freaking stupid and it's selfish and it's childish. Or if the coach not going, if it's none of those things, it means the coach went and he had absolutely no uh, information. And either way, it's a travesty. Okay, I'm done with that rant. I just that's no. the only thing that's been bothering me. Okay. No, it bothered us too. When I saw it, I was I was absolutely you know furious about the whole thing. But to Wes's point, you, you know, if you're the coaching staff, you go, hey, look, they think you're uh, you're not as good as that dude, and you put a little chip on his shoulder, and uh, an extra motivated rocket might be even better next year. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, as I get older, though, I realize you'll he'll look back on that, and you'll wish he would. You know, I mean, it'd be kind of a cool deal when he's 50 years old to go. And I was first team All SEC one year. I mean, that's a pretty big deal, you know, with the mm-hmm. likes of Tim Tebow's and. Those kind of people had a first-team SEC, and they, they screwed the kid out of it. You yeah. know what, Coach? He was first-team All-SEC. He was first-team All-SEC Associated Press. And once again, just shows you the media knows a lot more than the coaches. Well, it's not good. <laughs> I'll say well, at this. At least the I media think... is armed with information. Well, I'll, I'll say this. I've always said this. This has always been my gripe, and I don't mean to change the subject here, but Coaches don't watch other games unless they're playing that opponent. They're watching their game, and they may watch their opponent's game, but that's all they're doing. And, Coach, maybe if I'm wrong, in your in your case, call me crazy. But I don't think, you know, if, like if you're not playing Kentucky this year, if you're Arkansas, you're not watching Kentucky games, what good does that do? You have enough stuff you need to worry about. You don't have time to watch those guys. And you're not watching USC games, so when it comes to, like, national awards and the same thing. Coaches shouldn't even have a vote. It's stupid. And let's be honest, it's the sports information directors that are doing it most of the time anyway. And what do they know? They don't know anything more than the media does. The media does watch games from all over the place. At least I do. Can't speak for everyone. I know a lot of you guys don't realize there's football played outside the SEC. But anyway, that's my rant. No, I get it. I mean, but you know, last year when I was voting, voting in, in the in the FCS ranks, and maybe maybe I just think it's a bigger deal to kids. I I had watched film, you know, four, five, six games on each kid in our conference as we're getting ready Good. to play them. 
But when it was time to, when it was time to vote, though, you know, I got out all the stats and looked at them, and even called a couple of coaches. Say, hey, tell me about your kid. He's real close to this other one. I want to vote properly. I mean, and sure, maybe I devoted too much time to that, but that's just what I think. If I'm going to do something, if I'm going to have to vote on something, and my vote means something, I'm going to do a little research and figure it out. And I, and I guess I get what you're saying. You got to man, manage your time and this kind of stuff. But I just once they were given the vote, do your freaking job. You know, right. That's good. good for you. I don't think everybody approached it that way, but I appreciate the fact that I'm not surprised, knowing how thorough you are, that you do do that. Let's talk about Odom. Give me give me the thoughts. We are, that's one of our questions of the day, or our only question of the day today, is what's the reaction to him leaving? And there's a lot of uh, a lot of people on Twitter saying, oh, good, I'm so glad he's leaving. Well, you know, I don't think he's as easily replaced as some people do. What's your opinion on him, A, leaving and what, it, what Arkansas does, and also what kind of shot you give him to be successful at UNLV? Well, I, I think – Number one, I, I think, you know, what before you say good that he's gone on social media, better be look and see who we get first, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think that this is a time when it's great to be an SEC team looking for a coordinator because we pace the darn much, you know, the SEC coordinator. So you might be able to get one, a good one from the ACC or the Big 12 simply because in the SEC you get paid more and it's a better – it's a more notable conference to be in. That attracts some coaches. So – I do think that'll be clear. I think that uh, it's a pivotal thing for Coach Pittman right now. I mean, he needs to hire a really good defensive coordinator uh, more than ever because of the step back this year. You know, the expectations were nine wins, ten wins, whatever, because of last year. And you step back. You can't step back again, and it can't be the defensive fault. It doesn't matter whose fault it is. So he's got to do a thorough job because this one's even more important maybe than when he originally hired Coach Odom. I think Coach Odom does a good job overall. I think all coaches, when things start going bad, you get a little conservative, and I thought he got a little conservative at times from what he had done to be successful in the first three or four games, and that's natural. It's human nature. You'd hope you'd have some of the staff to point that out. But in the end, uh, the, the, the determination on good or bad will be who we hire next, and I, and I think there's some really good candidates. I like the Jim Leonard name bouncing around. I think that's good. I like that he came from the Dave Aranda chain a little bit, and and some of the things he does, I don't want us to go get enough. I don't want us to go get a DC from a school that's way better than us. I know that sounds crazy, but you know, if we go get an LSU's defensive coordinator or Alabama's, they're used to playing with freak shows. We don't, we don't have freak shows back there in our secondary and at linebacker, and, and uh, you know, it's a little easier to call defenses when you when you've got those guys. I want a guy that 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 has had. A little less talent, but performed extremely well anyway defensively. And, and that's what I hope. And I think you can get, I know, I know Jim Leonard's been everywhere, but right now that just off the information I have would be the leader in the clubhouse on maybe who I would want, unless he's already taken huh. something this morning. But yeah, I haven't seen anything on that. And I know Arkansas's, you know, got to be interested, you would think, with his, his background. However, you know, we were just talking about talent, and we're talking about bringing players in. And, again, that's not the primary goal maybe of the defensive coordinator, but he's a piece of the puzzle. How much does the connection to the regions you'll be recruiting, which won't be Wisconsin, uh, matter, you think? No, I don't think that matters a lot. I really don't okay. because Arkansas is such a big name in the SEC. I mean, if, if you find out your coach or your kid, if you're recruiting high school players and, and, and you know Arkansas's calling and saying, hey, can we come look at you? You know, everybody's going to be excited. There's going to be an excitement in the air. It, it really doesn't matter that much, the relationships, because nowadays, more than ever, players are going to decide and families decide way more than the coach's influence ever has been. But the other thing is, 
uh, uh, the fact that he's been around a few places, and I think that matters a lot, too. He knows how to adapt to those situations. But in reality, you know, how many kids are we going to get scholarship to uh, out of high schools, and how many are we going to get out of the portal? And out of the portal, that you know, that, that, that name doesn't matter quite as much because those guys are looking for a good place to land on defense. Now, on offense, they're looking for the right coordinator that fits what they do, whether they're a receiver or a quarterback. On defense, unless you're a D-end or a, a switch-side D-end or, or an outside linebacker, you know, it doesn't matter quite as much uh, on the defensive side because if you're a corner, it doesn't matter who your defense coordinator is. You know, you're looking for a good place to go and uh, things like that, and you, and, and, and you might even stand out more if it's not as good as you think it's going to be. So I, I don't think that's a big deal. I heard somebody mention Derek Mason. I'm looking at him now, too. I guess I'd forgotten he went to Oklahoma State. But with his experience, I think people respect him as a defensive mind. Didn't have a lot of success as a head coach, although he did take Vanderbilt to two bowl games. Lost them both. But still, um, could probably do worse than him, and he's not too far away. He's got SEC experience. He as a DC and a head Auburn, coach. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Left Auburn for Oklahoma State. Yep. So I'm sure they'll put a short list together. It'll be great. You want to ask about the bowl assignment? I'm going to. Coach, how about the bowl assignment? Arkansas, Kansas, Memphis. Should be a pro Razorback crowd, I I would assume. And how do you like the matchup? Well, I mean, considering the list of people that we've got that aren't playing in it, you know, that have gone to the portal, look, our receivers, you know, what Landers isn't going to play. Hazelwood's not going to play. Keetron Jackson's not going to play. I mean, that's a, that's a tough time. How many of our offensive linemen are going to play in the game? That aren't the portal, well, or I mean, at least three, right? Stromberg's gone. Well, Dalton Wagner has said he's going to play. Yeah. Last we heard, I think it's just Bo okay, Limmer. Good. No, they'll be back. I okay. think it's just Stromberg is the only lineman out. Okay, well that's good. I'd I'd heard some rumors of some other things last night, but but if that's the case, that makes me feel a little bit better. Without those receivers, you know, and uh, that worries me a little bit. If we only lose Stromberg, and I say only, I think he's very strong, obviously, and, and that'll hurt us a little bit. It'll be a little different. Going in, the good thing is we're ranked, we're, we're matched up against Kansas, and they're 121st in total defense, 116th in run defense, 103rd in pass defense, and 124th on third down. And and so that that matches that bodes well for a team that might be without their three top receivers because we should be able to run the ball effectively on them and set up shorter third downs, and they're terrible on third downs anyway. So I think that certainly helps. And uh, Las Vegas put the over under 60 something. So they expect it to look that way on defense, too. Um, great matchup for us in, in the whole scheme of things. But I will say you're playing a, a Kansas team that they started off, I think, 5-0. and I know for sure 4-0. and yep, 5-0. And, and they ended up 6-6. Six and six. But it's their first time to do anything postseason where, where they mattered any point during the season in a while. And they're going to be really hungry. So I think it's going to be a pretty cool game. But I do like the matchup for Arkansas. Yeah, you know Kansas is excited just to be there, and I don't know how excited Arkansas is going to be. Uh, Coach, let's talk a little bit. Let me ask one more thing. I'm sorry. I totally curveballed you there. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk about the other bowl games next week, Coach, about some of the matchups. But just just general thoughts on the matchups in the playoff real quick. And we'll talk more about that, too, obviously, down the road. You know, I mean, like everybody, I, mean, I feel, feel pretty strongly about uh, who they've got in there. I think they did a good job of, of – of, uh, and don't y'all do you think they got the right four teams? Do y'all think they got the right four teams? I don't think there's any doubt. No doubt. 
okay, good. I mean, you know, because you still see some people laboring around about this, that, and the other, and, and all that kind of stuff. But, but uh, you know, Ohio State, Georgia, I mean, what a, what a, what a game, you know. And I'm excited about it. And I hear people like, all over Ohio State and things like that. But, but we're really going to get a chance, I think, to, for Georgia and the SEC to prove that, well, you know, some people are saying the SEC is down. Georgia shouldn't have been able to do that because they lost a lot defensively. You know, I think they're like Bama was, you know, several years ago when we're like, it doesn't matter who they lost. It doesn't matter if they got seven guys drafted in the first round. They just, next guy up is just as good as the last guy that left. And that, that looks to be the case with Georgia with how dominant they were. And their offense has been coming alive. I, I just think, and, 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 the, and the professional set the line at six, six and a half, seven, depends on where you look. And I think Georgia could, could win that game by a couple touchdowns. And mm-hmm. Ohio State, watching them with what they do quarterback-wise and, and, and run-wise. But, man, Georgia presents problems that uh, I don't think Ohio State's any better on offense than Tennessee was. In a lot of ways, I don't think they're as good. I think they can run the ball a little bit better. But Georgia manhandled them, and I mean manhandled. And will it be a little harder against Ohio State? Yeah, but I think Georgia. I think Georgia wins that game by maybe two touchdowns. It's kind of where I'm at. And I gotta admit, I'm biased now after ha- having a conversation with Todd Munkin yesterday. That dude was. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, he's awesome. He is awesome. I like him. He was a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah, I'll be watching that offense a little bit closer now. Hey, coach, I want to ask you about the uh, state championship games last weekend. Uh, Bryant rolls. You got PA getting it done. And then Parkview bringing a, a, a title to the LRSD. Uh, it was a great weekend for Central Arkansas teams, and I got to throw Hazen in there too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we, the, the Hazen people and the Carlisle people did what we thought. They turned it out for for their game, and I thought that was pretty cool. Small town football. There's really just nothing better on a Friday night than small town football. And then, uh, so good for good for Hazen. Congratulations and Carlisle. Another another nice season in there. Part view, that was great. I, I thought the addition of uh, Bobby Bolding to the defensive side was a huge difference for them. He's a fantastic defensive coach, and I think he showed that in that championship game. It was a battle of two really good teams. Shiloh is, is well coached, had a lot of good things going for him, but Part view just kept making the plays when they needed to. And then I just thought defensively they did something that not many people showed they could do against Shiloh this year, and I give, give Coach Bolding a lot of credit for that. And give uh, Brad credit credit for wanting to bring his brother in. Some people think, oh, you want brothers, you know, you want your brother with you. And some people think you want to compete against your brother. So give him credit against going, hey, you come help me out and take the defense if we can work this thing into a championship. And they did that. The uh, Bryant-Bentonville game was exactly, I think, like a lot of people thought. You know, Bryant, I think, had 11 guys coming back from last year's defense. And they were going to be really good. And they just stood up and showed Bentonville – uh, what great defense was. And I think Bentonville's only points came off of a, a non-offensive touchdown situation. So, yep. so watching that, watching that game, you know, it's just something I've, we, we had been, I, I've coached against Coach James for years and years and years. And his kids are going to play tough and physical, like old school football. And man, it's amazing how that manifests itself in state championship games sometimes. And I thought it did. It showed up. And then, uh, the PA, uh, game was, you know, I think as good as everybody advertised, advertised for everybody. You know, it went back and forth. I think in the end, uh, either team had a chance to win it. You saw some, you saw some uh, cold weather drops on both sides of the, of, the, of the thing at football. But in the end, 
you know, that, that play that Jalen McKinney made on, on a post route across the middle when Kel Busby threw him that ball, uh, that kind of was the, the, the stake in the heart, so to speak, and, because they were in a tough situation, about to have to punt it back up by seven. If B.A. throws that ball, he t- makes an, uh, an NFL-looking catch, and that was really the end of it. But both teams played great defense at times. Both teams played great offense at times. And, and I thought it was a well-officiated game. I didn't want the officials to be the ones that decided it, and I didn't think they did. So, you know, hats off to two of the best programs in the state over the last, you know, 20 years, really. And I'm uh, no. glad it culminated in that game. And good for PA to beat them, because last time we were in a state championship game against Greenwood in a state championship game, we lost by one. So, you know, kudos mm-hmm. to, to, to my school and, and my friends and, and some former players that played, and, and I'm happy for them, extremely happy for them. Well, I said it yesterday, I'll say it again. Um, I understand the AAA's thinking in the, the new system that they have as opposed to the multiplier, um, but moving PA up didn't punish PA, it just punished 6A. So congratulations. But it did give us a great matchup, so that was good. Well, Coach, I, I appreciate the time. Yeah, for sure it did. Yep. Uh, we got to run. We're at Cupid's. Um, if you get a chance, pop in. We're in Conway. Uh, got a lot of cool gifts in here that, uh, that you might be interested in, but I don't, you know. I don't know if you want to get into that, um, but thanks for coming yeah, on. Be sure, be sure and thank. Well, thanks. Be sure and thank my friends at Bowen Heffley Orthopedics too, from Doctor no Bowen Heffley Rhodes and Stewart and everybody for the job they do. And I sent a friend of mine there last week, and he came away saying, "Hey, they were as advertised on the radio." So proud that they, they they always take care of those guys and make them feel better walking out. But thank you guys for sponsoring the spot too. You bet, Coach. We appreciate you. Thank you guys. Have a good day. Uh, all right, you too, Kevin Kelly.